Hey, folks, welcome back. Today, our special guest, Ryan Gallagher, is a flipper zooming in from beautiful Largo, Florida. And we're going to be talking about some of the experiences he's had with flips, the good, the bad, the ugly, the funny side of flipping, as well as what he's doing these days and what he's looking to do moving ahead. So, Ryan, welcome to the call. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. So tell us a little bit about your background with real estate investing. When did you start and did you get started right away doing flips or doing something different? So I came from being a mechanic for about 20 years and, uh, you know, about, I want to say like six months or so before I'd actually gotten into real estate, I was like, I got to do something, change my life and red rich dad, poor dad. And I was like, you know what? Entrepreneur, I'm an entrepreneur. What do they do? They flip houses. So I stumble upon bigger pockets. Uh-huh. And um, I listened to the first 300 and I want to say 307 or 309 episodes. I mean, wow. I was working nine hours a day. So I literally just played every single episode. And like from episode one all the way up until the 300, I'm like, done. I got this. No, no problem. I'm 100%. I'm a, I'm a real estate investor. I can do anything. I've heard every problem. I can solve it. Uh, I found out that, you know, when you're getting people to lend on the property, you use somebody else's retirement account, didn't have a clue how to get the money from the retirement account to closing. Mm-hmm. And I'd figured out, hey, you know, contractor problems, I could solve all of those. All I got to do is, you know, just talk to people and I'll, and I'll have a contractor. Now, all that sounded phenomenal in my head. But <laughs> 300 and some podcast episodes in, yes. Oh, yeah. Yep. I was I was good to go. I could solve any problem. And not and in my head, I'd still not realized that this was the same person. I was afraid to pick up the phone and order my own parts as a mechanic. I was I was tucked away in the back of a shop. So you, you were an introverted mechanic. <laughs> yeah. Yep. The only time you heard of me is when I was screaming, when I banged my hand on, a, on, on something and I was pissed off at a car. That was that was the only time you heard me. So uh, that was about like when I was, I was done being a mechanic, I said, you know, we got to change something. So what, um, how many years ago was that about at this time? Uh, right? what was that? I guess it's about three, three and a half years now. Okay. Um, so so around, too long. around 2020, give or take. Yeah. Yeah. Like right. It, the, the first, the first one I did, uh, we sold the first flip right before they kind of like shut the whole world down. And, you know, that was, that was, you know, it, you couldn't do anything. You were locked down. And that's when I wound up losing the job which wound up being really the, the best thing that ever happened to me. Um, wow. So I can, I can go into that, that um, flip, which is phenomenal. Well, well okay. So f- let's fast forward a, a couple of years just to give people some context. Is flipping still your primary real estate investing strategy or do you do anything else? So now I do kind of whatever deal comes across, you know, the table. So uh-huh. um, like right now we have, Three wholesales going on right now. Um, I'm about to pick up another. Uh, we're going to do most likely a, a, a novation on it, mm-hmm. um, just because that's the way the numbers worked out on it. So are you going to do what on it? You're going to do a what? a novation. A novation. Novation. What does that mean? Yeah. So I get the property under contract with our seller, with full well them knowing that I'm going to list this property. And how I've been kind of working it is I put you know a small amount of money into it. And I might put, you know, five grand into the house, just literally cleaning it up, 
and listing it for a much higher number, covering all the closing costs. They get to walk away. They get more money than if I was the one actually physically closing cash because we all know our cash is going to be our lowest offer. Mm-hmm. It's another way for, for me to kind of get creative and get the seller more uh, more money without costing me more money. Oh, that's very cool. So you you kind of, it, it stays in the seller's name. Mm-hmm. You fix it up. You're secured under a, a, a binding contract for that. Yep. And then you just go ahead and list it with a realtor or, or whatever you're going to do to, to sell it and sell yep. it full retail. And you've put the lipstick and rouge on the thing. You're not doing any major renovations on it. And yep. there you're not having to scalp the seller to get that absolute lowest price for all the, the normal renovation type numbers for it to work. So very, very little risk for them, little risk for you. What's what's typically the kind of lift you get on these and you call it a novation Type? Yep. Okay, that's very cool. I, I think that's the first time I've heard that. I might have heard I've yeah. heard of wholetailing. I don't know if it's something similar to that, but it's close to it. But you know, a wholetail we have to close on it. Okay, yeah. This also opens up the the market to the FHA buyers because you know when we close on it, we need that ninety day window. If we do them creatively, we can. We're I mean, the majority of the houses we're doing are less than you know. They're we want to be right in that FHA buyer market. Yeah, they're really the the ones that buy the most. And um, this lets us be in that market without having to wait the 90 days. Very cool. Very cool. So what do you typically see as a lift on these kind of deals? So you're getting them under contract. Hopefully you're getting a bit of a deal on it, not having to scalp yeah. the seller, but you got to, you got to get it under full retail price. You're putting yeah. whatever, let's say five grand into fixing that up. Then you're turning around. Are you listing it with a realtor or are you putting it on the market yourself? Yeah. Yeah, this one will be this one will be listed with a realtor, and the last one I did uh, was listed with a realtor too. Yeah, so you got to yeah. take that. You got to take their commission into account with your profit yeah. margin as well. So, when the smoke clears, what are you typically netting on one of these kind of novation type deals, Ryan? Generally about forty. We make about the wow. same as you know on a on a on a, um, a flip. Yeah, that is very cool. That is so smart, right? Because that now yeah. you don't have to be going after those butt ugly properties you don't have to be marketing as hard you don't have well maybe you do i'm not sure but you don't have to be you know stealing little houses from little old ladies or or any of that kind of stuff yeah. you can get in there and and make a deal work and then the other beautiful thing is you don't have to have much cash for this it's just lipstick and rouge type rentals and and you're walking in and instead of, you know, the investors, hey, listen, they're trying to take your house. I'm working with you. Let's let's team up and let's get you the most amount of money. And I will work with you. I do this all the time. You know, I'll bring my guys in to make sure everything's fixed. Yeah. We take care of you as long as you're OK. Seeing me make money, we're fine. And a lot yeah. of them say, yeah, absolutely. If they don't need the money, you know, right away, they're all happy to do the deal. And I'm happy because it gets us into doing more deals. Now, are they typically staying in the home? They're living in the home while you're fixing it up still? So um, this one that we're about to lock up, definitely not because um, just there are people that weren't paying the uh, paying the rent on it. Uh, took care of the house, just not paying paying for the uh, paying the mortgage on it. Hmm. The last one they did, and they actually were amazing there. They they touched up the walls, they they cleaned out the house, they made sure everything was perfect for the pictures. But 
they were staying there, but I mean, when I say staying there, they had two lawn chairs in the living room, a TV <laughs> on the floor, and they had like a couple mattresses while everything was going on. So nice. they were there, but you know, they, they really, really weren't. They, they weren't yeah. in the way. Very yeah. cool. And yeah. this last one, there was a pre-foreclosure type deal. So yeah. it was, I'm assuming that the money you put in there was to bring it up to snuff with the bank so it wouldn't go into foreclosure. Maybe a few so that was dollars. Super believe it or not, because that one I wanted to take, um, that one I wanted to buy subject to. I really liked the house. It was a three bedroom, two bath pool house, a little bit away from where I want to live, but you know what? It, it wasn't too far to have a rental. Yeah. So that was the way we were going at it, but they were like $55,000 behind. Oh, wow. So we had kind of worked with it. Yeah. They hadn't paid the mortgage in like three years. Yeah. 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 It was crazy. And yeah. And they were crying saying we've been trying to get a loan modification done and then we were so close and then we paid an attorney five thousand dollars and these are people that couldn't afford a hundred dollar bill and they paid an attorney five thousand dollars and they did absolutely nothing but it wound up working perfect because when they circled back around to me um they had gotten a forbearance for three months well i knew this house would sell in you know a couple weeks so we were able to, in that time frame, it only took maybe four or five days to get this house fixed and get it ready for the market and get their stuff out into storage. So we had it on there listed and everybody got to walk away with, you know, their money. Very nice. What did yep. you end up netting out on that one? That one wound up being uh, 48, I think it was. Nice. Yeah. That's a good And they walked with 22,000 when they were originally going to lose the house completely to auction. Yeah. Lose the house plus their... Well, the credits are probably already gone to crap. Oh, yeah, their credit's, yeah. Yeah, their credit's gone. But at least but they, they don't have a complete foreclosure on their record, I guess. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. And even I, though, even like the, the lady was was calling me on, on closing day. So are you sure you're okay? Did you did you make enough? I want to make sure that you were, I, you know, you've really saved us. Are you sure you made enough on the house? <laughs> like that's, I love that. I'll do those deals any day of the of week. Course. You know, to me, me if I made enough money, you know, yeah. usually it's, you know, you made all the money and, and you know i didn't get anything yeah no that is so cool ryan well thank you so much for sharing that strategy with me that i've interviewed 500 almost 600 real estate investors this is the first time i've heard of this novation innovation yeah, for old firm and really all it means is that you're substituting your yourself in for a buyer but um i just use it as a different way you know, that I can actually help people other than just the straight cash deal or, you know, the subject to deals that we, that we pick up seller financing. We're doing one, uh, another one. Well, that same one that we're buying seller financing, we're also, uh, selling on contract for deed. Yeah. Um, it just was another, another tool. And somebody told me about it. And the very next day I went up to the seller and I said, Hey, listen, there's another way. If you want to partner with me, Here's how we do it. And they said, absolutely. If you can keep us from saving this house, I said, done, let's do it. Yeah. No, that yeah. is. Now, are there, are there any, have you like, have you ever had one of these things go sideways on you? Have you ever had a seller at the end so, of you fixing everything up going, Hey, it's really nice. now. I don't want to leave. Uh, any, any of those kind of challenges? We can, always, we can always put a lien on the property. Yeah, we can always, you know, do instead of instead of you can either get an attorney, in fact, or get a power of attorney to sign all the closing docs and then they're left with no choice. OK, um, I've been lucky enough to just, 
use the attorney in fact to sign all the the listing agreement and sign all the like all the uh paperwork that comes with closing except for the actual huds and the final docs and then my title company just came in and had them re-sign everything in their name very good so if you were super worried about this kind of thing you would just get that power of attorney yeah built right into the offer that that would be part of the deal day yeah one. yeah absolutely yeah. What are you yeah. finding is working best for you for finding these kind of deals these days, Ryan? Um, door knocking. Honestly, door knocking has been, been absolutely great. The, the, the shy guy that used to be worried about ordering parts on the phone is now knocking yeah. on doors. Yeah. And I'm able to help. I have two or three other people that, that door knock that, that work with me. So I'm able to even help them with their door knocking. I'm like, you guys are smarter than me. You guys can talk better than me. And you're coming to me to help you with your door knocking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what do you mean? You got bird dogs working with you or what do you, what do you mean? You got other people? So they're, they're partners. I, I literally, I split the deals with them um, in kind of varying degrees. There's two or three of them um, that I work with. One's full on partner simply because he's, probably better than me as a salesman and I'm better at him doing the, the, uh, coordinating the, the nitty gritty um, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then I have another one that, um, we'll split because, you know, he's going to be out there locking up the contracts and I'll bring the buyers and, and, uh, or keep the ones that we want to keep. Very cool. I love what I love. I love your business model. So Ryan, when it comes to moving ahead is what <clears throat> is there, you're doing a lot of creative type stuff. You're in and out of these type properties. Are you looking at uh, buying and holding on to any properties long-term? So, yes, we actually have two right now. The one's under contract that is a uh, subject to on a two and a quarter interest rate that we're going to keep that one forever. Um, And then we have another one that I have in a small town in, in named Anniston, Alabama that we're, um, that we're buying to, to keep that one. So it was just a nice little cheap deal that. Uh, well, you're in Florida. Just, How far away is Anniston, Alabama, from you? Anniston's pretty far. Is it? But I have, but my part, my one partner that does the door knocking in uh, up in Northwest um, Florida, he's only you know maybe two three hours away. Okay. So my partner him on that, and he'll be kind of my boots on the ground. But I mean, the the property that we're looking at is you know it's only a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. It's currently rented should be split up, but I mean, it's only rented for a thousand dollars right now. The lady already redid the entire property. I already spent $25,000 into it. And just, wow. it's literally, you know, in her own words that I don't know what I'm doing with this property. If I could just get my money out of the property, I would be happy. I said, I, I'm okay we with can, that. We can make that happen for you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I'm picking up. Hi, you know, Jing, we've got a plan for you, ma'am. Exactly. All I got to do is literally, you know, tell this, tell this tenant that wants to stay in there. Hey, you only have the first floor instead of the whole building. Then I double the rent right there. And then I go to a bank and refinance and take somebody's money and move it on to the next property. Nice, nice, nice. So are you raising capital for anything at this point, Ryan? Do you do the all kind of creative, Uh, low money, no money down type deals? I mean, sort of even uh, like almost out of necessity, I've, I've been uh, raising money, but I don't think I've ever done it actually the the right way. Um, well, if, like if actually, it's worked, who says it's the wrong way? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So we're working on the actual. You know, I've always been the the kind of figure it out as we as we go along. So I literally have a deal. I'm like, hey, listen, you have a hundred thousand dollars. I'm 
I need, I could put it to work. And um, how about we, you know, make your retirement account earn, earn more money that, that kind of conversation. I've never had the actual structured uh, kind of conversation, how, how um, you do it, uh-huh. you know? So, I mean, yeah, I, I have what about a still managed to get, I think about 140 or so thousand dollars from other people that, that I'm able to use in the, in the rehabs. And, um, and now we're, we're leaving some money in that, that one subject to deal, um, that they're able to make a, a great return and I'm able to still keep a property that's going to pay me forever. Yeah. So, so it sounds like you could use that. You're using that pool of capital that you got available to you for doing the, the renovation stuff, the rehabs. So you got, short-term money that's available for you for that. And from time to time, you could use some longer-term money to get into these subject to type deals where you do need a chunk of cash where, yeah, maybe yeah. the owner will finance it, but they want 10, 20, 30% down. Yeah. Plus there might be some work that needs to be done on the property, that sort of thing. That's what you you need some capital for sometimes, yeah. correct? Or to buy Absolutely. all cash, some deals just- Or to buy all cash, yeah. Yeah, because sometimes, like even like this, uh, the, this deal in Aniston, you know, the, um, I mean, like I said, you're not going to find a the house property is worth at least 150 as is and rented right. I'm sure we can get to appraise over, you know, close to 200, mm-hmm. and you ain't going to find that deal for on the MLS sitting for for you know a hundred thousand dollars. You know, no, definitely not, definitely not. Very very cool. Well, Ryan, this is this is fascinating stuff. I really appreciate you sharing this whole novation thing because that's a novelty for me. That's that's new for me. And I, I thought I'd heard almost everything, but you're always learning something. If people would like to find out more about you and connect with you, what should they do? Well, I mean, you can just give me a call and I'll be uh, happy. I mean, I have my Facebook, but I don't really post anything but but some beach pictures on uh, on there because, you know, it's 10 minutes down the road. Because we look so good in Speedos. Is that what, that, that's what? <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. <laughs> I, got, I got my tight leopard print. Uh, there you go. Page. Hey, Bobsy Twins here, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm horrible on social media, so I just tell everybody, just give me a call if you need anything. Well, okay, so, so for folks that are listening to this, what's the best number to reach at? 856-924-8100. In call, text, whatever. Awesome. Ryan, this has been a lot of fun. Thanks for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody. Take care. I hope you learned something and we'll see you on the next episode.